Hey, ladies, welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so excited that you stopped in. This is a place where we talk about all the things from real life struggles to daily topics and topics that most people don't want to talk about. So before we dive in, remember to like, to share, subscribe, and to follow us on Insta, hashtag or underscore, I always say hashtag underscore Speak Life Project. And today's topic is, well, you guys probably know it's going to be along the lines of Thanksgiving because tomorrow is Thanksgiving, right? So the cliche thing to talk about around this time is being thankful and gratitude and all the things. And so I'm going to go along with the cliche topic, but maybe in a different spin or a different way, or maybe it'll get you thinking. But I wanted to talk about gratitude, Thanksgiving. I know up until this point, some people may have posted, what, 20-something things that you're thankful for for the month? Because I know it's like a whole huge social media ploy that's been, what, here for like, ever since I can remember, since like high school. You start on November 1st and you write, every single day you write something that you're thankful for. And I think even nowadays you add in a little picture of who you're thankful for and, you know, all the little things that we like to do. I think nowadays there's like a national day for everything. Every single day is national donut day, coffee day, sister day, brother day. Like, And so it kind of goes along that line. And then there's other people that do the no shave November. The guys do that with the beards and the things and they looking scraggly. And, and then for us women out there, you don't shave your legs or something like <laughs> it's winter time. So we're covering all the things, but um, also each of us, we have different things that we're doing for Thanksgiving. Some people go all out, some, some don't. Um, I know for myself, it's going to be different this year because I'm in Florida and not at home. I'm with my family because on Friday, we're actually going to go on a missions trip and we're going to, to Nicaragua. It's my first missions trip. I've been to like other places outside of the country, but not for missions. So it's going to be special. It's going to be different. My Thanksgiving and the things that I'm thankful for and grateful for this year, it's, it looks a little different for me. Like everyone says that it's about to rock my world to be able to just see the kids and the poverty and the different things that we have here that we take for granted. Like we have the comfort and we have what we think is poor here is rich to them there. And so I know next year, my whole Thanksgiving is going to be so much different, but I shouldn't even say it in that way because we should be having Thanksgiving every day. If that makes sense, we should be grateful and thankful and have a, a heart posture towards that every single day, because in the word, it talks about that. Like it says, the Lord says to come into, enter his gates with Thanksgiving, come into his courts with praise. Even before praise, he talks about Thanksgiving because a thankful heart a heart full of gratitude, a heart that's postured with being grateful and thankful brings joy. That brings joy. That brings, it's hard to like be sad. It's hard to be depressed. It's hard to stay in a state of being down when you're thankful because your eyes are focused on what is going well. Your eyes are focused on what you do have and it's not focused on what you don't have. So Thanksgiving looks different this year. I'm even thinking about 
the food tomorrow. I'm like, I don't even want to eat that much because the next day we're leaving. We're leaving bright and early. We're going to be on a mission. We've been preparing for months up until this day. Like I've been learning Spanish, learning songs in Spanish. We've been upping up our, our time in the word to be able to really go prayed up, to really go filled up, to really go with the perspective of, Lord, we're on assignment there. You're, we're here and we're going to go there to bring something to them, to bring you to them, to point them to, to point them to you, to, to be able to meet their creator. And so I'm really excited. I really don't know what to expect, but I'm coming with an expecting heart. I'm coming with uh, a heart of just like, okay, Lord, do what you do. I want to see healings take place. I want to see people set free. I want to see kids being healed of different things. And the team that we're going with is going to be so amazing as well. And so I am just excited. And I just want to throw that in there. Cause like I said, my Thanksgiving just looks different this year. And then another thing is it's hard because I'm leaving my boys behind, but they're staying with my parents. So they're going to be in good hands, but we're going to be gone for 11 days. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, my babies, I'm going to miss them. But it's also a great time because my husband and I get to like go do this together. And this has always been my heart. Even before I met my husband, since I was a little girl, I always told my parents, I'm like, I want to travel the nations. I want to go to the nations. I want to tell people about God. I want to go to the highways and the byways. I want to win souls for Christ. That's always been in my DNA. And so for us to actually begin to walk this out this year at 30 years old, it's just like a dream come true. And I'm either going to love it or hate it. All these years I wanted to do this. And so we're going to see what takes place. But there's been people that prophesied over me that said that this is going to awaken something in me. It's going to be the start of um, a new side of ministry within me. So I'm really excited. And hopefully I can encourage you guys that if you're thinking about going on a missions trip next year and it's something that you've been wanting to do, but maybe you're not sure how or what that's going to look like, just go for it. And I can't wait to get back and tell you guys the experience and what takes place after the 11 days of being in a whole new country with different food and different people and different language. It's going to be a good time. So back to the gratitude thing. It's funny because there's like this meme that goes around because in America, the way that we do it is we're all thankful. We're doing all the things that together as a family, having that special dinner on Thursday. And then Friday is Black Friday. And the next thing you know, you see people trampling each other in the stores, trying to kill each other to get a microwave. I think someone got shot before just for a pair of sneakers is so dumb. And so the meme that goes around is like, only in America are you thankful one day and then the next day not thankful or trying to like, trample somebody. I said it, I butchered it, but you know what I mean? Basically we're thankful one day and then, the, or for one day of the year. And then the next day we're fighting each other for a pair of sneakers. And so that all comes down to a heart posture. And that's why I said Thanksgiving should be something that's a part of us every single day. And I'm speaking to myself. It's so easy to slip into the negative state. It's so easy to be a pessimist where you see the, the cup half full no, wait, you see the cup half empty instead of half full. And when you begin to have gratitude and shift your heart towards the things that you do have and be optimistic in your everyday life, then 
you won't even see life in the lens of negativity or being negative and critical and complaining because I feel like being ungrateful is tied into complaining and nagging and oh I don't have this and I don't have that and this person has this and comparison and all the ugly things all those things go hand in hand and when you don't have a thankful grateful heart then it just almost like begins to become this downward spiral and then you're annoying nobody wants to be around someone that's ungrateful like you hear that all the time like you're just ungrateful you have an ungrateful heart you sound ungrateful like you begin to live a life of ungratefulness. Not only the words that you're saying, but the way that your your actions are speaking for yourself is ungrateful. But when you can begin to at least start with one day, I mean, one thing a day, even just one thing that you can find to be grateful for, then that'll change your whole perspective. And so I do like, even though it's cliche, I do like that the whole month of November, people do take the time out to do it, but then it shouldn't only be lip service. It should be something that we're living. And especially as Christians, those Christians that are out there, I'm talking to you guys, we should be portraying thankfulness because first of all, if we're supposed to be a light unto those around us, but we have an ungrateful heart, what do they have to look forward to, to get saved? They are not going to want to get saved if we're, const- if we're constantly complaining and constantly looking like someone, someone, uh, punched us or something or we ate sour lemon or something like if you constantly look like you don't want to be there if you constantly look sad and mad or frustrated if you're constantly just complaining the people around you are like oh my goodness like why would I want to what you have but when you truly express the joy that God has given each and every one of us the peace the love the patience basically the fruits of the spirit when you begin to to manifest those things around you, like when you begin to walk in that nature, then people are like, ooh, even though it's a dreary day, even though you just went through that specific thing, you're still grateful. You're still thankful. You're still full of joy. Why? I want what you have. But when you're the opposite, people are like, why would I want what you have? Like my life is better than what you seem like you're going through. And then that's when we're a bad example for those around us. And so it's actually so important what comes out of your mouth, hence speak life. But (laughs) It's so important that to to remember what you're saying to those around you and how you're expressing yourself and how you're representing Christ. So when you're thankful, when you're constantly having that post that posture of gratefulness, then it's hard to stay mad. It's hard to complain. It's hard to end up being that person that's just negative. Because all those bad negative attributes end up spreading around to the people around you. But when you bring the joy and the light and the life, that's also contagious as well. And the people can't help but smile when they see you. Like I've had people in my life when I would work at retail stores and stuff, like I would just smile at everybody and I would just be me and be a light, right? And so every time I would do that, there would be the random strangers that would come up to my cash register or come up to me, they would go out of their way to come up to me to let me know and say, I don't know what's about you, but there's something about you. They're like, you're glowing. I would have people say, you're glowing. Your your smile really made my day. Like little things like that. And when I would hear those things, it would even encourage me more to even be more full of joy. And so I would smile even more. And I'm like, yes, that's the love of Christ in me. And sometimes it, it would even spark a conversation. But 
it hasn't always been like that. I've been on the other side of the spectrum where I've been negative and complained and nagging and all the things because I just didn't feel it. I was so tired or I was just having an off day. And so I didn't want to find something to be grateful for. I wanted to just lull in my in my mess, in my negative ways. And every time I would do that, sure enough, the household, would be, everyone would be negative that day and have attitudes. The people around me would have the attitude and it would just, it would just be unenjoyable. But the days that I did intentionally sit there and think of a few things to be grateful for, sometimes I'd write it down or now I'll just verbally say it. I'll remember to in my time with the Lord, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm thankful for. I'm like, thank you, Father. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for surrounding us with people that really care. Thank you that I'm the head and not the tail. Thank you that I'm above and not beneath. Thank you that today's going to be a great day and not a bad day. Thank you that I have the strength to be able to move on and to do all that you call me to do today. Thank you that I have the provision for today. So the next thing you know, when I start with one thing, it just starts to unravel. And when you know the word of God, you begin to be thankful and you begin to like say the word of God over your day as well. Like I was just saying, I'm above and I'm beneath. But if you don't know the word, you won't be able to pray that. But if you don't know the word and you need a place to start, begin to open it up and pray that over yourself. That's like such an easy way to pray if you don't know how to pray. Pray the scriptures over yourself. Pray the scriptures over your day. Say the promises of God. We got Google nowadays, so you can Google those things, the promises of God. Pick one of the ones that stand out to you and begin to just declare that over your day. And you'll begin to feel that gratefulness, that thankfulness, and that love for God for all that he's done in your life. Like we have something to be thankful for. If all the things in your life isn't going right right now, which is just for a season because there's a time and a season for everything, the one thing that you do have is salvation. That alone, we could be grateful and thankful for for the rest of our days. The fact that you're a daughter, we could be thankful for the rest of our days. What he's brought you out of. If you're born again in a new creation in Christ, there's something that you have been brought out of. Whether it's a dirty mess or a scary mess that you've come out of, or whether it's hey, the Lord kept me from not needing to have a crazy testimony. That's a testimony in itself as well. And so whatever side of the spectrum that you fall on in that, you have a story to tell. You have something to be thankful for, something to be thankful for, something to be excited about to be able to spread to those around you. And even right now, as I talk about it, I'm like, Lord, you brought me through so many things. You're so good. You're so, so good. And I'm so grateful forever. I'm forever grateful. And when you begin to express that to him, I'm telling you, there's just like this, this fulfillment that falls on you. And like, you can feel the presence of God because we're entering into his gates with thanksgiving. We're expressing to him and, and saying the very words that brings life to us as we're speaking the word. That's why it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so as we're, as you're finding those scriptures, those promises to stand on, as you're declaring it over your day, it's bringing life back to you because you're hearing it 
and it's becoming life because the word is life. The word is the bread of life. It's the very thing that we need for sustenance to be able to survive each day. So if you could get to that point where you even come up with just one thing, which I'm telling you, when you come up with one thing, another thing unravels. And then you think of another thing to be grateful for. And as those things begin to unravel, you begin to feel good. And then you're just ready to, to hit the ground running. You're ready to knock any negative comment out of the way. Any negative person that tries to come your way, you're ready to, to counteract that with a positive light that the Lord has given you, right? So I hope that this is encouraging you that we have something to be thankful for. And as we're going into Thanksgiving, as we're going to sit around the table, as most of us do, and share what we're thankful for, maybe you can even share something like that. Like, I'm alive and well. I got, I'm a new creation in Christ. And if you have any unsaved family members, you could be that too. But share on the goodness of God. You can never go wrong with that. The goodness of God in your life is going to look different from the goodness of God in my life because we live a different life. And so if you can share the goodness of God with somebody tomorrow around the dinner table one-on-one -on -one or as a whole together as a family however you guys do it I'm telling you something can shift and take place something could shift in the family member and the person that's needing to hear an uplifting encouragement encouraging testimony and when you come from a place of having that posture of gratitude then that posture and that joy is going to be shown. They're going to know that you're being real and coming from a place of authenticity. And then they're going to be able to glean from that as well. So I'm telling you, start by sharing the goodness of God in your life, what he's done to you and how grateful and thankful that you are. And it's going to be like a ripple effect. It's always like this contagious thing that spreads like a wildfire. And also remember that every day is Thanksgiving. Every day we could find things to be to be grateful for with our family, with the roof over our heads, with the food that we're eating, with the place that God has brought us through, with the job that he's provided us with, for money to be able to function in life, whatever it may be. Don't focus on a negative. Focus on the positive. Don't focus on, oh, gas went up. It's expensive. Focus on that day and remember that, okay, I can't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to worry about itself. If God dresses the lilies, if God takes care of the birds in the air, if he takes care of the animals, he's going to take care of me too. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to try to stress. All I have to do is worry about today, my daily bread. He doesn't say your weekly or your monthly bread. In the word, in God's prayer, he says daily bread. So the daily bread that we need for today, he's going to provide for today. And that's all we got to worry about. Take it day by day. And next thing you know, you'll look back and you've come a long way. Where you didn't know, think it was going to happen, it happened. But if you could just focus on what God did, his promises, what he's going to do in your family's life and speak that, then you'll begin to be encouraged for the day, for that day, not for tomorrow, but for that day. And then you get up and you do it all over again. And that's why I encourage you to to write that thing that you're you're grateful and thankful for every day, just one thing. And then if you can come up with more, do it. And if it's for the, the same thing for a while, hey, it's something that you're being thankful for and God sees your heart and he's going to, he's going to know that you're honoring him in that by not complaining because he doesn't like complaining. God does not like complaining. Complaining is a sin. Worrying is a sin. I don't think we realize that, but it's easy to slip up into that and to stay there. But we don't want to be that. We don't want to do that. We don't want to be in sin. And if you are a complainer, you need to repent. 
And I do that all the time whenever I catch myself doing that or my husband's like, you're just complaining. I'm like, dang, I am. And so I'll just repent. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Lord, for complaining. Because when you complain, you're telling the Lord that what he's done for you, the things that he's placed in your life that you're not choosing to see that's right in front of you, you don't care about. And so that's crazy because he created us. He created these things for us. And we just have to be able to be grateful for what's in front of us, be a good steward of it. And all the things that we're thinking that we need or thinking that we want or thinking that we have to have, well, eventually, if we're putting in the work, if we're choosing to make the right choices, it's going to fall into place. So I hope that each and every one of you have a great Thanksgiving. As you're with family, cherish those times. There's some of us that don't have family members around this this table this year that we had last year or a few years ago. Maybe someone passed away that you held dear to your heart. So maybe this year isn't as uplifting as it was before. Remember that in that too, it takes time to grieve. I'm not saying to rush that, but also find something that you could be grateful for for this year. Yeah, that person isn't with you this year. And if they're in heaven, they're smiling down on all the things that you're doing in Christ. But if they're not here this year, I'm so sorry. And I know that it's hard. But you can also choose to change your perspective and say, okay, they're not here, but I'm I'm alive and I'm well. And I'm able to be with other family as well. Like be present, be in the moment. Don't be up on your phone. Don't try to zone out. Really cherish this time because you never know who's going to be there for any amount of time. You know, life tomorrow isn't promised and life is but a vapor. And so cherish those moments with your family because a lot can happen in a year. Um, changes, people move. Maybe this year they can't be there, but next year they can. Like whatever the situation is in your life, remember to just be present in the moment. Be thankful that you're able to be alive and well, to be able to spend that quality quality time with family. And then if you are lonely and you don't have family and you don't have friends, then just take this time to to posture your heart towards the, Lord, towards the Lord and all those feelings of loneliness, abandonment, all those different things that try to lie to you, to try to take you out. Ask the Lord to comfort you during this time and he'll comfort you. And he, he'll always send a friend and he's always there. He never leaves you by yourself. You're never alone. If you just choose to to rest in him and to, to open your eyes to him and lean on him during this time, you won't feel those feelings of loneliness. I've been there and I felt it. But when you turn to him, he fills that void, a void that nobody else could fill but him. So I hope that this encouraged you. And I hope that you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I'm really thankful for all of you. I'm thankful that you tune in week after week to be able to, to hang with me and to, to conversate and to um, support all that I'm doing here at Speak Life. I also am so grateful and thankful for each and every follower that's following on social media. Without you guys, none of this would, would happen. And I'd just be talking to nobody. <laughs> but I really, truly am thankful for you. And I love you guys. And I know some of you guys personally. I don't know some of you guys. But everyone that's listening, know that I'm so grateful and thankful for you. And I love you guys so much. So I'm going to pray us out and I can't wait to hear how your Thanksgiving went, how you spent time with family, the things that you're thankful for. You can also write that. Maybe I'll have a post or something where you can tell me what you're thankful for this year. It could be cliche or it could be something that's deep and personal. 
And let's continue to just always have that posture of thankfulness and being grateful and a posture that's standing on God's promises and focusing our eyes on him and not on our problems, but all that he's done in our life up until this point. So father, I thank you for each and every lady that's on here. I pray that they would have a great time with spent with family and friends tomorrow. I pray that as they're spending time with their family, that they would remember all the things that they could be grateful for that's right in front of them, Father. I pray that you would just take the scales off of their eyes to be able to see all of the promises, all of the things that's in play right now in their lives that they can see to be able to be grateful for, Father. I pray that you would begin to change their heart posture to be able to be grateful and to have a a thankful heart every single day, Father. I pray that through this, that joy would just fall upon each and every person as they begin to shift their mindset, shift their eye gates to, to the, the, the blessings that are surrounding them. Even if they have, there's some things that they don't have, they can see the things that they do have because there's always people out there that have less than we do. And so we have something to be grateful and thankful for. I just pray that through their story of all that you brought them to up until this point, the goodness that you've shown them in their life, Father, I pray that they would be able to share that around the dinner table, that they would even share that to family members that need encouragement and hope. I pray that they would be able to share the goodness of you in their lives to family members that maybe were once on fire for you, but they slipped away or that are lukewarm. Whatever the situation may be in those family members' lives, I pray that you would use them as a vessel and as a resource to be able to share, to point them back to you in Jesus' name. I just pray that there would be salvations that take place through the Thanksgiving meal, that it would be a divine setup. It would be a divine appointment for family and friends tomorrow, Father. And I thank you for all that you're going to do in their lives, through their family's lives, and around the dinner table as we're spending quality time with family. And I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to speak life always, and I'll catch you next week. Bye.